0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game T Podcast. My name is JP.
1: I'm Zach.
0: And I'm Zar. All right, this is it, guys. Time for our highly anticipated console showdown.
2: Are you ready to have our friendship ruined? We're friends? (laughs) Ooh, Ooh. 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 starting
0: out with a sting. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: All right, so we debate and argue all the time. This time we're going to do it recorded and somewhat in a uh, respectable manner, but we're still going to be total dicks to each other. What's all this we business? You're
0: litigating.
1: I want to crap on people too. All
0: right, so here are the rules to how we are going to be running this debate. To start off with, uh, Zara and I are going to each have a five-minute section to talk our case and explain why we think our console is going to be the winner of how many consoles can sell the most at this holiday season. I will be fighting for the side of PlayStation 5, and Zar will be fighting for the side of the Xbox Series X. Xbox for life! Yeah, whatever, dude. (laughs) (laughs) after zara and i each get our five minutes of trying to explain why we think our console is going to win the war we each get three rounds of five more minutes to refute what the other person just said about their console or about our console in a very classic debate style like if you've ever had debate class in high school First of all, I'm very sorry. (laughs) Second of all, it's going to be very reminiscent of how that works. And then finally, for the last five minutes, we are going to be having an all-out war. No rules, and honestly, I'm more afraid of Zach than I am of Zar.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) And that is how we are going to play this out. Does anybody have any objections to that?
1: Too bad. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) On the clock with my bullshit tirade and tyranny. JP is Team PS5, which already wins a point for having a reasonable name. Yeah. Ready? Set. Go.
0: Wait, am I going first?
1: What? Yeah, yeah you're going first. Fuck, fuck. is <laughs> this part of the time? Okay, that. fuck,
0: shit. All right, Okay. <laughs> Alright, so obviously what this is going to be about ultimately is the gaming. Now, what has been the big thing that Xbox has been talking about since their console release? It's been all about the specs. Look, I'm going to admit this right out. It is very clear that Xbox Series X is probably going to have the better specs over the PlayStation 4. That is just a fact. That's how it's going to be. But that's not anything new when it came time for the xbox the xbox one and the playstation 4 in the last generation of the console wars playstation 4 blew xbox one sales out of the water and why is that it's because microsoft tried to push other types of services along with the console itself that gamers did not want there have been multiple things that xbox did that screwed them over when it came to trying to get the advantage in the console sales And I honestly think that that's probably gonna happen again. There's there's gonna be more things that Xbox does to push onto people who buy the console that is gonna make PlayStation the winner again. Ultimately, what you have to think about is why do people play games? People play games because of the games themselves. And the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation in general is just simply gonna have the better exclusives. When it comes down to that, I mean, think about it. The average gamer has a gaming PC, um, maybe a Nintendo Switch, and then a a PlayStation 4. If you had those three things, you would have everything that you need. Because you can get anything that you can get on the Xbox Series 1X on a PC anyway, right? If you had a gaming PC that's already going to be more powerful than the Xbox Series X, why would you rebuy the console? You wouldn't. Because you could get the exclusives from Xbox if you had a gaming PC. You had a Nintendo Switch so you could get those exclusives. And then the PlayStation 4 has by far, in my opinion, the best exclusives on the market. And that's not just my opinion either. Of the last five years, we have not seen a single Xbox exclusive make it in the Game of the Year awards. But in the last five years, we've seen God of War... As, long, as well as other PlayStation titles make it to different awards. I can say like several PlayStation exclusives right now that are gonna make it sell more consoles. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Let's talk about God of War. Let's talk about the Uncharted series. There are several exclusives to PlayStation that's gonna make it the overall winner in this war because that's why people play video games. It's for the games. Xbox is gonna have the better specs. There's no doubt about that, and I said that earlier, but they had the better specs when it came to the last round of the console wars too, and it didn't do them any favors. People kept buying the PlayStation because they knew that that was going to have the better game exclusives and it's going to be the exact same thing this time around. That's just how it's going to be. Next, you could even talk about the price point. I mean, we can already see from the hardware that the Xbox has presented, there is no way that you have a console with a solid state drive that's going to be under $500. You're just not. And to some people, that's perfectly fine. But for a lot of people who are buying these consoles, it's parents around the holiday season. That's why that most of these consoles are released at the holiday season, because it's parents who are buying these things for their kids. And if Xbox is going to have its $500 price point, all PlayStation would have to do is lower its price point as well, which it could probably do with its lower specs. And then bam, you would have the more favorable console over the two for the holiday season. That's exactly what happened with the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. And I don't see any reason why that wouldn't happen again now. I just don't. All right, I think I have made my point. Czar, the floor is yours.
1: In this corner, we have the King of Green, the Green Goblin himself, Czar. Let's hear what you guys say for Team Xbox Series X, which does not win any points for the name. Ready, set, go. Well,
2: as JP mentioned before, The specs are clearly in Xbox's favor. So let's not spend any time on that. And to go off of what JP said, the consoles are all about the games. That's what gaming is. It's in the name. So how does Xbox have the PlayStation beat? Basically any Xbox game that you have ever played is available on the Series X. It has full backwards compatibility across all gens, so you get Xbox original titles, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. I should also mention that that is not actually the official name of the Xbox. It is yet to be determined and is a placeholder name. But along with that backwards compatibility, you have backwards compatibility controllers so your xbox one controller if you love it you modded it and it's comfortable and fits your hands perfectly you can take that to the xbox series x and play all of your games along with that and the games the backwards compatibility if you download a game on your xbox one it automatically downloads onto your xbox series x so you can play it on both consoles both past gen and new gen automatically for free. There is no longer committed internet, so you can play offline, which is a big plus, but this thing is as powerful as a PC. So all of those past games, all of the new games, are going to look as beautiful with the same resolution and properties as a PC because this thing is a PC tower. Going along with the Xbox controller, they now have a dedicated share button but changed nothing else about the spec. So it's the exact same Xbox controller you know and love, but now you can automatically share anything you want to across all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and xbox.com. Along with the launch titles, yes, PlayStation does have quite a few good exclusives, the known old goodies that PlayStation has always had. But there are going to be several new launch titles confirmed. Halo Infinite, the conclusion to the second trilogy, is finally launching as a launch title. Gears of War 5, other possibilities such as Hellblade 2, State of k 3 and Fable 4 is finally coming back after decades, not available for the PlayStation. Along with that, the pricing. Now, the pricing, the big elephant in the room. Yes, Xbox has the better specs and will be a little bit pricier. You're not gonna see it under 500, but they decided that they would amend this by making a new console that would come out later in the same year. Well, I guess it would be next year since the Xbox is going to be released over the holiday. So the difference between those are minimal. You have the exact same specs. It is going to be as powerful as the original Xbox, but $200 cheaper and only available digital downloads. So Most people in modern day don't like copies of games, physical copies filling up their rooms and space. So all games will be digital on this for $200 cheaper, plus automatic downloads, backwards compatibility controller and games. The price is negligible. You can't make an argument against that because they got it covered. Another console to fit that, to make it more accessible to all of those kids looking for some holiday shopping. And I think that will do it for the
1: Xbox. The green machine strikes again. Did his ex hit the spot? Let's find out. <laughs> PlayStation, rebuttal, let's go.
0: All right, so Zar made the point that any title is gonna be available on the Series X from Microsoft that is gonna be available on the Xbox One X. Now, I'm not gonna lie, that's a cool feature, but here's my question. If you can have the exact same library on the console, why would you buy the next Xbox at all? Half the reason you need to upgrade to the next generation is so you can keep playing the newer games. Is it a sleazy business practice that you can't have backwards compatibility? Yeah, a little bit. But the honest truth is that for companies, if they were gonna give you the exact same titles on like the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5, what's the incentive to buy the next console. The fact is, is there isn't one. So if there really is backwards compatibility, that's great, but it's not gonna see a more console sales for Xbox in the Series X, it just won't. Next, we talk about the backwards compatibility for the controllers. Now, at first, that sounds like a really cool feature too, to be able to use your Xbox One X, or the Xbox One controllers on the Series X. That's very true, that's very cool. But something that we've been seeing in consoles recently is not only do the consoles themselves get upgraded, so do the controllers. Whatever Xbox decides to release for the next controller, it's gonna have features that when the new set of games for Xbox comes out, they're gonna need that controller's new features to use. And if you did decide to use the previous generation's controllers, you would be inhibiting your gameplay because now there are new features in the game you can't use because you decided to use your older controllers. Is it a cooler feature? Yes, but anybody who wants the full ability to play their games are gonna wanna use the newer controllers. That's just the way it is. PlayStation is the epitome of that. The difference between the DualShock 3 and the DualShock 4 controllers was amazing. And the touchpad, along with the speaker in the controller that PlayStation introduced, that came up with key game mechanics that would be around in many PlayStation 4 games. And you just wouldn't be able to do that if they decided to let you use the PlayStation 3 controller. Another big thing that I see with Xbox, and this is, by the way, a huge reason why the Xbox One failed. Not why the Xbox One didn't do nearly as well as the PlayStation 4. The inability to play video games offline. I think that's so annoying, it's just, <laughs> I really do. Just the inability to take your console anywhere that where you may not have internet and all of a sudden lose access to your library of games, that's not intuitive, that's just screwing over the people who have bought your games and who have bought your consoles. The dedicated share button for the social media, now that is a cool feature. I am not gonna lie, but the PlayStation 4 controller already has that button too. And it's been around for a while. It's not a new feature. It's something that Sony has already done and continues to do. Now, the big thing that I obviously made in my last argument was the launch titles. I can name five great exclusives right now for PlayStation, but all Zar was able to give to me for the Xbox was a Halo title and a Gears of War title for sure. Now, I'm not saying that's nothing. Everybody loves Halo and everybody loves Gears, but then every other title he gave after that was just a possibility. And that's what irks me the most. We see games that are in development that stop being developed all the time. I need more of a promise. Sir, I'm gonna buy Sir? A you're out of time. Shut, game up. Exclusivity. Shut up.
1: Shut up. Sir, that's minus 20 points for PlayStation. What, <laughs> what is, how does the point system work? Totally made up on the spot. God! <laughs> Minus 20 points for Gryffindor. Czar, it's your turn. Rebuttal. All right.
2: So PlayStation, yeah, they got the exclusives, but with the backwards compatibility, how many people out there own their original gen console? I had a PlayStation 1 myself and I loved playing medieval on it. Not many people will remember that game, but it was one of my favorites. That game is completely lost to the ages now. Now, another reclusive game, Stubs the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse, check it out, it's an amazing game, will be available everywhere. When Xbox says that they allow for games to be downloaded immediately to your next-gen console, that just means that it has more accessibility. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's no reason to buy a new console, but I think I think PlayStation is running scared. They're changing their controller to look exactly like an Xbox controller because they know Xbox has the more comfortable controller. Xbox took a note from PlayStation by implementing some of their pieces because they know they've got the better system. And all of these games that can be played, we don't know them yet, but they're coming and they're going to be big, and they're going to be accessible as cross-platform with PC. We all know PlayStation does not play with well with others, but since Xbox was born of a computer company, they love to play with others. So all of these games, you're going to see people playing with PC and Xbox together. It's building a community, and that's what gaming is all about. And I think that PlayStation should really open up their floodgates because it's time to let gamers play everywhere with everyone. But no, they're going to stick into their corner and back themselves into a corner where they can't get out of, and they're gonna lose because they got no one to back them up. This thing is as powerful as a PC, the Xbox, and it, it shows. It's gonna be beautiful, it's gonna be powerful, and it's gonna blow PlayStation right out of the water. We all know and love the titles that we have, but can PlayStation honestly say that they're gonna revive their oldest titles to former glory? Because I really don't. And I think that Xbox will take this cake just based off of backwards compatibility. I would I, I made my own controller for Xbox and I would be so sad to lose that because it has the wear and tear from my hands. It has paint chipped off because of how much I have held this controller. It's a memory. And that's that's what Xbox likes to instill is memories. And that's what gaming is largely about. I don't think I have any, any more arguments based off of that. All right, he's
1: forfeiting his extra 45 seconds. That leaves... My name is JP, Zach. I'm trying to think of a cool intro for you, JP. Is PlayStation that bad that you can't? Exclusives, time for an exclusive comeback. Let's go, JP. All right, so let's talk some more about the backwards
0: compatibility. So, Zar made the point that with some of the games that we know and love, when we see consoles not bringing them to the next generation, the games that we've known, it just, it becomes a game that's lost to time. Here's the problem with that statement, and it actually goes to a different point that he said as well that PlayStation doesn't revive older titles. Um, Remakes are more apparent now than they have ever been. And PlayStation has been definitely doing their part in investing in remakes of older games. And to know that, you don't have to look any further than a little title called Final Fantasy 7 Remake. One of the most beloved games, not only for the PlayStation 2, not only for PlayStation fans altogether, but amongst Final Fantasy fans, got a remake recently. A beautiful remake. And this is not the only example that I have, but it's definitely the most appropriate for the time being. The fact is that... Sure, it's sad when our favorite games get lost to time, I 100% agree with that. But we are seeing remakes, and sure, it's a little bit of cashing in on nostalgia, but I'll buy every time because I love seeing my older games come to the new consoles. We, uh, Zar made the point also that this Xbox Series X is gonna be as powerful as a gaming PC. And that is true, but it's very misleading at the same time. You see, the thing about PCs are they are constantly evolving. And when a piece gets better of that PlayStation or of the PC, whether that be the processor or your graphics card, you can improve on that PC by getting the next gen console. This Xbox Series X is already going to be outdated the second it hits the market because that's the nature of what gaming PCs are. Now, is PlayStation going to be in a separate boat from that? No, absolutely not. It's going to be a lesser version of a PC, too. But I'm not making the point that it's going to be as good as a gaming PC. Because you're not going to spend $1,500 on a PlayStation 5. You're just not. So let's talk more about how Xbox does play well with others. As well as uh, how Xbox will let you, like, for games, for example. Xbox is a part of the Switch team right now. Where, essentially, there's some games that you can play where you can play with Switch users, you can play with Xbox users, and you can cross-platform. Now, I'm not going to lie, that is certainly cool, but it brings me back to an original point. Why would you buy the next-gen console if you, can, if you can pick up another console that has the same exclusive titles and that can do the same thing? Is PlayStation 5 exclusivity amongst playing with other PlayStation 5 members annoying? Sure it is, but that's the incentive to get the next generation of the console is because you you if you don't have the choice of not being able to play with others, then you're gonna pick up the console because you wanna play those exclusive games. But if you were able to play the same games on the Switch as you are on the Xbox, then why would you pick up the Xbox? And I think for this part of the debate, that is all that I have.
1: The first time ever. I was perfectly on time. <laughs> I always come on time. So I hope you are going to your PlayStation because now it's your turn.
2: All right. Well, as I said before, it's all about building a community and togetherness. Yeah, a lot of these titles are going to go to the Switch and the PC, but that's because they want to connect people and make that accessibility. Can PlayStation say that any of their media sources, so a movie that you buy through your Xbox that you can access on your tablet, your phone, your PC, or anything else. Can you watch those on the go wherever you wanna go? No, you can only watch them on PlayStation. Most of the services stick with Xbox because of their PC compatibility, but PlayStation is also losing some of their exclusive titles. And I know it's not fair to say that Kingdom Hearts was a PlayStation exclusive title because it's mostly Disney and Disney likes spreading their their fingers everywhere, but That's something that PlayStation lost and now Xbox users can see. Xbox likes to share their titles. And so, no, they will hold on to things like Halo and and maybe even Fable, but those things can also be accessed through PC because it's essentially the same system. It's essentially the same connectivity. Everything you can do on your Xbox, you can do on your PC because that's accessibility. PlayStation tried this and failed with accessibility. They've done things like handhelds and they've tried every gimmick in the book through VR and all that stuff. But ultimately it's just gimmicks. They're just trying to hold their head above water. And I think Xbox is doing a great job at staying above the riptide. They are not conforming, they are not losing their titles, and they are just making every game accessible to every party. Anyone who wants to play whatever they want to play, they can do it on on handheld, on PC, on Xbox. And through all of that, it just, as I said before, builds a sense of togetherness because as gamers, we are all in this together and we all want to enjoy the same things together. And with the Xbox compatibility, you can even voice chat through all of this outside of multiplayer games. You can set up voice chats two PC and talk with people through Steam, I believe. I just think that all of this coming togetherness really is going to make the gaming market fluid and make gamers rejoice at how much they can play together and just enjoy a love of gaming. I don't know what else there is to say about that.
1: Here is the complete bullshit. No holds bar round. You guys can just keep going back and forth. You guys have three minutes. And um...
0: Zar, by the way, you are doing a fantastic job.
2: <laughs> JP, you're doing hey, very no, well shit. too.
1: No, fuck you both. Fight
0: each other. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach doesn't want us to.
1: <laughs> Zach wants Get the hatred.
0: Uh, uh, no, I'm seriously impressed, man. You're making a lot of really great points. All right, game on. Game on? All right. So let's talk. Uh, you made a very interesting point, Zara, that I want to point out just as not true. The PlayStation 5 gimmicks. Now, I'll give it to you. The PlayStation Beta that sucked because Nintendo has its hands around the handheld market like none other. But calling the PSVR a failure is anything but true. In fact, the PlayStation VR headset has the best gaming library out of any VR console. And that's been confirmed by most people. Is it the best? No, but for we keep going back to what the games are like, because that's why we play video games it's for the games and the playstation vr has the has the best library on the market for games okay so let's talk a little bit about this togetherness with the xbox community look i'm not gonna lie it is very cool that xbox is playing nice with the switch and with the pc and with everyone else but this debate isn't about which console has the most heart and who loves singing kumbaya kumbaya with one another this is simply about cold hard sales and i've said it already before If you're looking for the incentive to buy the next console, then it's going to be for the video games. That's the end point there. and
2: The PlayStation is going to be gimmicky. You have to buy these extra accessories. You had to buy the the vr extra to enjoy it and i'm not saying it was a failure it's actually really cool and state of the art i love it but it's super gimmicky how many games can you actually use with the vr that are major exclusive
0: titles that's a fair point but the word gimmick already has a negative stigma around it just because something's a gimmick doesn't mean that it's already necessarily bad playstation has had lots of gimmicks quote-unquote that have turned out to be successful and one of the big parts of that was going back to the controller. The touchpad was just a gimmick, but that turned into one of the best reasons to ha- own a PlayStation 4 was for its controller. The VR was just a gimmick, but it currently has one of the best VR libraries in all of the VR consoles right now. Just because something's a gimmick doesn't mean it bad. In fact, I would argue that PlayStation's done a better job of being inventive and creative compared to Microsoft.
2: But then why would they need to include things that have already been done? VR was made popular through mobile phones, PC, and everything else. But they weren't the first to do it. They weren't the first to do handhelds with the PSP and PS Vista, but they just tried to cornerstone this market, but nothing came of it. They were mostly flops or, you know,
1: something extra that you can buy that's cool. As your litigator, I'd like to put the concept more onto PS5 versus Xbox Series X and less on gimmicks. Fair point, fair point.
0: Okay, fine.
2: Exclusive titles, yeah, everybody knows and loves all of the exclusive titles from PlayStation but your only big hitter is Naughty Dog. How many other major game companies come to Xbox? We got Bungie, 343 Studios. Well, okay, maybe not so much Bungie anymore through Destiny since they sold off the rights to Halo, but we have the game company that made uh, Fable. I don't remember what that game company is. We, I guarantee we will see a new Fable for the first time in over a decade.
0: Hmm. Okay, that's totally fair. But just saying that the PlayStation 4 exclusives all coming from Naughty Dog is just untrue. The Last of Us, which by the way is remarked as one of the greatest games that's ever been made, period, and is a PlayStation exclusive, just saying, yes, that is a Naughty Dog title. But God of War wasn't a Naughty Dog title. Detroit Become Human wasn't a Naughty Dog title. Marvel's Spider-Man was not a Naughty Dog title. I mean, That's just incorrect, just saying that it's been mostly Naughty Dog. And just giving that library there is just continuing on with my point. I mean, you said it yourself earlier. The only two definite titles that you have coming out for the Xbox Series X right now is going to be a Halo title, which we all saw coming, and another Gears of War title. And that's just not enough of an incentive, in my opinion, to go after the new console, especially if you're gonna have cross-compatibility between your older Xbox and your newer Xbox. All right,
1: that's time. Ah! So I'm gonna give you guys 30 seconds to formulate your final argument of why you should buy a PS5 or why you should buy an Xbox One Series X. Czar, since I let JP go first, would you like to go first on this or would you like to save for last?
2: I... I feel confident in going first here.
1: Alright, I'm going to start 30 seconds on your first word.
2: Alright, so why you should buy an Xbox? You got accessibility, backwards compatibility, you can use your old controllers, you can play with PC, you'll see most of these titles everywhere else. Plus, you can watch anything you buy, download, and stream On anything you own if it's through Xbox you can get it on your phone tablet PC everything else let's all play together and let's start
1: this community with some strong games strong argument next up the PS5 doesn't have a lot of cool things I can think of five what are you like fast five I don't know whatever I don't know your turn ready set go
0: okay look here's the facts at the end of the day the reason why you play games is going to be for the video games themselves the playstation has the better exclusives and it has for a while it's winning that war controller comfort is just totally arbitrary the fact is though that the PlayStation 5 controller and the PlayStation 4 controller 2 has the better technology and the most inventive inventiveness inside of it finally you've got a lower price tag which I almost guarantee is gonna be a huge selling point for most parents buying their parents consoles
1: okay um
0: okay so now that the war is over Czar, I want to commend you. You did a great job in that debate, man. You had a re- a lot of really good points, actually.
2: I will say, you refuted all of my points. It was it was hard to come back from some of your your points that you were refuting on mine.
0: No, did you, <laughs> Zach? Is this what you wanted for us to compliment each other at the end? Here, I can see Zach boiling with Matt. Like, no, Kill each other.
1: <laughs>
0: like the it. do it
1: <laughs> right. Um, so with that, I really think it'd be unfair for me to pick a winner because I would agree with both of you, like, you guys make good points. One hand. Zach chooses the Nintendo Switch. Hold on, you're you're beating me to the point. Um, (laughs) So you got a PS5, and I think we can all agree, right now, even though I think Xbox has purchased a ton of studios, it's done a great job trying to build up that exclusive library that they have clearly fallen behind on, PS5 clearly has the better exclusives, and until we are proven wrong, I think like JP said, that's unrefutable. I think that was a huge point that kind of sold me on the PS5. However, I think bigger is better. If you got Xbox Series X and it's not gonna be too much more in the PS5, which is still speculatory at this point. I'm gonna pick the better console. So I'm gonna get more bang for my buck. So you could have a stronger Xbox. So I think that gives it a point there. The controller point, I have to agree with JP. That's kind of arbitrary. So I'm not gonna give any points for that. I think some people may prefer the PS5 at this point where they might, prefer the Xbox I prefer Xbox but that's my bias talk
0: mm. so
1: I can admit that um you guys had a big point on gimmicks and while I agree with what you're saying I'm a Nintendo guy so my ears perked up with that gimmick Nintendo <laughs>
0: is the king of gimmicks all the accessories <laughs>
1: Like I was ready to like interrupt JP when he said gimmick and X, or PS PlayStation, PlayStation so much better than he said, than Microsoft. And I was like, all right, I'll stay quiet for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really um,
2: surprised you didn't mention the Kinect.
1: Why didn't I mention the Kinect? Oh, you I kept totally...
2: saying gimmick and you said nothing about the Kinect.
0: That was the one fault. I've probably had a few, but that was a huge one. That was a huge <laughs> oversight by me. You're absolutely right. Why didn't I mention the Kinect?
1: Yeah, you were really nice about the whole uh, Xbox yeah. One blunder where you had to buy the Kinect with your Xbox One. and that's that, was one of my, that was one of my selling points too. I
0: just got off the rails in the beginning, I guess. That was going to be one of my things, but oh well.
1: So I, I would have to kind of do that with like where I'd say gimmicks. PlayStation takes it as far as it goes. Like you're going to get some weird, fun, creative things with the VR with the um touch but the playstation
0: vita was such a failure i mean (laughs) yeah
1: but that doesn't really relate with the ps5 and xbox one x series x so that's why i didn't really want to include that i I totally agree with you as a nintendo fanboy absolutely shit on the vita i'm cool (laughs) 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 and that's all on sony because sony left the thing out to die after it didn't succeed but that's that's a different point for another day right um but on the other hand xbox has better infrastructure like xbox does have that more cross play that more online um that better um um, play nice online thing. I love that point. How you talk about playing together. That was a great point. So I think we're, we're tied up two and two at this point. I kind of want the viewers to decide because I really can't pick. My gut says coward. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my gut and I'm on I'm on team Xbox for this oh, until yes. until until they inevitably blow it and then PlayStation comes back to it. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. Xbox had such a solid lead with the Xbox 360. Like, everyone was on that. I knew all my friends were playing, like, COD and stuff on the Xbox 360.
0: Even me. Even me. I didn't own a PS3. I had the 360.
1: Right. No one owned a PS3 because Sony, and this is kind of where I'm going in. I'm kind of drawing parallels. Sony got really cocky with the PS2. I'm kind of sensing a similar thing with the PS4. They're not releasing things because, I don't know, like, this is a totally unprecedented time. The pandemic, all that stuff. Yeah. Um but they're also it kind of seems like they're hiding. It almost seems like they're hiding. Xbox said here like here's our system. It's powerful. It's cool. They announced a release date and then they took it back because of the pandemic. But Sony's kind of been like we have a really cool system. It's not as powerful as the Xbox, but we're focused on audio design, which is another thing I wish JP would have talked about. I'm really interested with the PS5's audio capabilities.
0: Yeah, why didn't I talk uh- about that? Yeah, that's going to be That's going to be cool. Honestly, I didn't talk about it too much because we haven't seen it in action too much yet. I am really worried about PlayStation's modesty. I think they're hiding
2: something good. See, I'm the total opposite.
0: I I honestly think it's the calm before the storm. You think they're just like wimping out and they've got nothing?
1: I think they might. I'm not saying they have nothing. I mean, they're a multi-million dollar company. That video game is just kind of something that they dabble in. Like they're, they're, they're solid.
2: But it makes sense that they're really focusing on audio because Sony started out as an audio company. If anybody remembers Radio Shack, Sony was everywhere before video games was a thing.
0: How do you forget about Radio Shack?
2: <laughs> you so, weren't born before it closed. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: As a spectator, I think Xbox is going to is is in the lead right now. But I also see that calm before the storm um, but I also I don't know gosh my gut just says Xbox as long as they don't screw it up and go you have to be always online and you have to buy connect with it. they're gonna be doing pretty well.
2: I really want to hear what the, the listeners have to say what their take on this is, who they think the winner is.
0: Absolutely. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Game Tee Podcast X. By all means, go on there. Tell us who you thought won. Tell us which console you're gonna buy. We can't wait to hear what you thought. I know what I'm buying. Oh, you don't say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My final parting thoughts are Nintendo Nintendo. Nintendo Nintendo Nintendo.
0: Wow, who would have thought that? I I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Nintendo that coming? Nintendo.
2: <laughs> hot off the presses from Zach. Buy a damn Switch already.
0: The Switch is $250 and And every game is an exclusive.
1: (laughs) Um, um.
0: All right, guys, I'm tired. I've got pizza waiting for me and I'm going to go play my uh, PlayStation.
2: (laughs) I'm going to go play a previously PlayStation exclusive Kingdom Hearts on my Xbox. Oh, you son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go play Pokemon.
0: Shut up, Zach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. You guys have a good night. Thanks for squeezing this in for me. And happy birthday, JP. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we got to do, do an outro. We got to do the outro. Yeah, we got to do the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Once again,
0: thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Game T Podcast. This was a great episode. I had a really fun time. Zar, wonderful job. Zach, thanks for whatever it was you were doing. And to you too, my good sir. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.
2: We love you.